Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Okay, here are the questions. Uh, Katie Porter, what do you think of Mitch McConnell bragging that he will never bring up any House bills in the Senate? So, I have a favorite staffer. You're not supposed to have a favorite staffer. It's like having a favorite child. Um, but I have a favorite staffer, and she said, I really want a pet. And I said, absolutely, no, no fucking way, no. No, we can't even find our way out of the emergency exit room. Like, we, no, we cannot take care of anything. We can't get... And I, she said, bye, 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 bye. And I said, what, what? She said, I want a turtle, and I want to name it Mitch. <laughs> so, I got her a stuffed turtle. It has a little tag on it. It says, hi, my name is Mitch. Ask me about my legislative agenda. <laughs> so, this is a real problem. I mean, it's... Right. This is a problem that unelecting Donald Trump doesn't itself solve. Right. Um, and so <clears throat> this is going to be with us potentially for, for decades to come, this kind of legislative roadblock. Okay. Andrew Yang, who do you look most forward look... Who do you most look forward to challenging in the upcoming debates? Uh, well, I've said that I have an 8% chance of standing next to Joe Biden. Uh, and, and that's the plan, because I want America to Google Asian man standing next to Joe Biden. <laughs> he is the front runner. Yes. You got to beat the front runner. Okay. Uh, Brett, do you have any thoughts on YouTube announcing that we'll take down videos with extremist views? Well, I don't know. I mean, once you start opening that door, and this is what I've always said about um, uh, the censorous uh, media machine, is that then what's next? It becomes this thing where you cancel one person out, and then who's next? And it becomes just this uh, endless maze that you fall into. So I was not particularly... I was kind of shocked by it and upset by it, and I also know a lot of my friends on both sides of the aisle were as well. I don't think it's anything that's going to move the needle forward or protect people or do anything of the sort that it thinks it's trying to do. I I hate to say it, but I think the big platforms are at this point begging for uh, government help and regulation on figuring out uh, what's free speech and what's not. Uh, Because they're like, why are we making these decisions? Right. But, But they could be expected to do that. I mean, there, there was a point when, when the press was, was, thought it was very much in danger of having government regulation. And they stepped in, all, the, the big media companies stepped in and said, we're going to do this ourselves. We're going to make sure that we have some standards. The big tech companies could do the same thing. I'm not saying that, that, that we shouldn't have federal regulation. But I'm saying the idea that they think that we are supposed to be pitying them, that we're so helpless, we can't do it on our own. Yes, you can do something. And I think you can do something with morals and values and that, that says, that, and, and that, says that, the, that we, this is our value system as companies. And, and that that is a first step. And the Before signal, the government the signal though, that they get from the government is if there's a terrorist attack and we tie it back to any of these things or any other extremists, what are we going to do? We're going to regulate you. We're going to shut you down. So their response then is what? They try and move more towards censorship. Once they move towards censorship, other people say, oh, you can't censor that content. I can tell you just having worked counterterrorism for a very long time, what brought people together was the Internet. And social media has really accelerated extremism across the board, whether it's al-Qaeda and ISIS or white nationalist terrorism we have now. They network online, they congregate online, they operationally plan online. So there has to be a balance in there. I do think the government needs to come up with some sort of middle solution where they work with the tech companies instead of scolding them both directions, depending on what it is. 
Um, Charles, do you think the 2020 census question will be shot down by the Supreme Court now that we have proof that Republicans designed it to intimidate minority voters? It's a great question, and uh, not the question that's on the census, but the question you proposed. Because it, it, I have no idea, actually. And, and we know both that by everybody who studies the census, and this is their job, that it is going to undercount blacks and minorities. Not just that question, but other alterations to the census as well. By one estimate, we could have the worst undercount since 1990, right? We know from the, that leaked material that they intentionally tried to do it to have an undercount of blacks and minorities, uh, blacks and Hispanics, particularly Hispanics. But the Supreme Court has been very wobbly on this issue of whether or not racism still exists. Well, uh, actually, they said it doesn't. It, right, that, right. that was the voting the, the rights. Chief, the Chief Justice right. basically said they it doesn't were, exist in the same way, no, whatever, you know. No. And, problem uh, solved. Is there a problem solved. Yeah. And so I don't know how they're going to land on this, but no. we know exactly what the plan is and how this thing was. But it'll tell us a lot, because exactly. if they look at that evidence, which is pretty smoking, smoking gunny, and, and still say, Absolutely. you know what, too bad, uh, that's, that's going to tell us a lot. Okay, um, Andrew, should Amazon follow Venture for America's model and open its new headquarters in a city that could use the economic boost? And also, I would add to that, what do you think about breaking up the tech companies? That's a big issue. Elizabeth Warren wants to do it. Well, there are absolutely excesses in tech, and our antitrust laws are, are way out of date. They're using price as the primary framework, which doesn't work for tech. But the zeal to break them up is a 20th century solution to 21st century problems. None of us wants to use the fourth best navigation app. There's a reason no one is binging anything. Uh, you know, so, so, so saying that, like, hey, if we just break them up and make them compete against each other, it's going to solve the problem. It's not going to solve the problem. And it's in some of the problems that are more fundamental to me are that social media is depressing our teenagers. And if you break up Facebook into different um, ownership groups, that actually doesn't impact. Say ownership. On, in that kind of, I think it's fine. Um, so we have to, to figure out what the actual problems we're trying to solve are and then move in that direction and not just say if we break them up, it's Excuse going Excuse me, I have to go cry in a safe space. Thank you very much, everybody. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10 or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.